My name is Martin Abonge and I believe in freedom. I believe in creating a lifestyle where you actually have a choice. My goal here is to help you escape the life of sacrifice you've been conditioned to live. How do I do it? Simply by sharing my own journey to complete freedom. My expectations, my hurdles, my failures, my successes, and everything I learned along the way. How are we going to proceed here? We're going to do it by asking the right questions. The questions that make you think. Because these questions will allow you to do something. Change your mindset, to change your reality, and build the perfect life for you. And when I mean perfect life for you, it's for you. Not for your mom, not for your dad, not for your best friend. The perfect life for you. So in this podcast, we think differently. We expand your horizon and we work together to create your happiness. So welcome to the Freedom by Choice podcast with your host, Martin Bonguet. Hey guys, how's it going today? Welcome to a new episode of your favorite podcast. This is episode 407 and this is your host, Martin. Uh, all right, guys, uh, hopefully, hopefully you guys are doing great. Uh, me, I am actually doing amazing. I'm very happy. And um, it has everything to do with uh, what I told you, I think it was yesterday when I was telling you about the challenge, you know, that 90 day challenge thingy. So it will be kind of related um, to this, will it? Will it be? Yeah, 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 it will, it will be related. Um, and uh, it's actually, I'm, I'm really pumped up, right? So uh, remember yesterday I told you that I want to try the, the 90 day challenge, regardless what it is, okay? So my, my thing right now is to, to test the 90 day challenge. So it could be, I don't know, it could be food, you know, eat this or do this, learn this or blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really matter. What I'm testing is the 90 day challenge. So um, yesterday, what I had on my 90 day challenge was, um, uh, was doing some, uh, some exercise, a, a bunch of exercise, like abs and stuff, right? Which I did yesterday. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to do that for the next 90 days. But um, today I said, you know what, I, I need to add some more stuff in there. I need to make it more interesting for me, right? So I decided to add, so there's something that I, you know, actually already do, but there were some days where, ah, nah, I skipped it for whatever reason or something. It was swimming, all right? So I have a swimming pool here and uh, I will swim every day. So I will swim every day. I will do the exercises right after that. And there is something that I actually postponed for, well, it hasn't been that long. I think it's been uh, since the fifth, yeah, for like 10 days or something. Uh, it's the development, learning how to code, okay? So, obviously I've told you uh, in the past that, ah, man, um, I don't need to learn everything. I don't want to learn anything. I'll find someone who knows how to code. So this is not going to change, all right? Um, I will still need, you know, find someone who knows how to code or something for some stuff, but um, learning how to code will actually help me a lot in um, a, a few situations. Right now I have a situation where there's this developer, I talk to him and uh, sometimes he responds and sometimes he will just ghost me, like ghost me completely, just as if I'm, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm some sort of spirit trying to whisper something and he just doesn't hear me. Right, which is very frustrating because what I need done is actually not complicated, right? It's, it's really not. 
um, you know, it, it, it's a simple CSS change or something that he could do, but um, it was supposed to be ready on Friday, I guess. Today is what, Wednesday? It's not done. And he told me, ah, it's really cool. I can do it tomorrow. It's fine, right? So that kind of sucks. So for those kind of situations, I would like to be able to like code and fix those kind of things myself. Um, but also it will help me while talking to developers and understand them better, you know, um, and be able to collaborate more efficiently with developers because I will know exactly how, you know, their brain works and, and all that kind of stuff, you know? So it's going to be very interesting. And plus I have some really good ideas of uh, tools that I want to be able to build for myself. Um, and, uh, and it will be, for me, it will be the ultimate, um, kind of like the ultimate, um, pleasure, you know, because one thing that's really, really fascinating for me is something that was in your mind that you're able to actually build and like, and it becomes a reality and then it works. Okay. There is, I mean, it, this feeling is insane. It's beautiful. So, you know, sometimes I have to use like tools that already exist. That I come up with a process where I pay someone to do it. But here in this case, I will be able to actually come up with something like, oh yeah, that will be cool. And I do it and I see it work. I mean, dude, it will be really, really awesome. Okay. So, um, anyway, I, um, I found this guide that basically shows, um, the, a bunch of courses that uh, are recommended to follow and, um, and I'm going through it. So it, it became the third element of my, of my board. I said, well, I'm, I, I'm going to add that. So I swim, I do the abs and I, I will start this thing and I will go for the, the next 90 days at least, um, on the, on the course and stuff. And I want, I want, I want to learn how, um, you know, how to code and stuff. All right. So, um, so yeah, today I've checked all the boxes and stuff. So it's, it's day one, uh, for now, but this is pretty cool. Right. Um, and, uh, in the, the resources, uh, of the, in order to learn how to, uh, how to code, and I think it's very smart. Uh, the guy actually, so the, the, the approach of this guy is very, just by looking at the outline is very smart, right? Because there are a bunch of courses about different languages of coding, like Python and, and then JavaScript and all that kind of stuff and blah, blah, blah. So these are, these are different languages of coding, right? But there is something in common is that I will have to learn them, right? So why not start with something that allows you to, um, to become a super learner? And this is what the, the recommendation was start with this, this course, this course first, become a super learner. Because once you've done this, regardless what, what code it is, if it's Python, cold fusion, whatever, you'll be able to learn it super, super, super fast. Okay. So, so that's what I'm doing today. I started this course on, on, on uh, like super learning and stuff. And I'm very, very, um, enthusiastic about it because, uh, dude, I like to learn stuff. And if I'm able to learn stuff and pick up like really fast and, and being able to learn a lot of things and retain a lot of information, because that's one of the other things is I'll be able to retain a lot more than what I'm doing now, then, uh, dude, it will be really awesome. So I'm, I'm really pumped up about it. So one of those, uh, those resources, uh, in the, in the, the, the course that I'm following, um, was a, a dude who was explaining, he was giving his, a story about how he learned Spanish. And, um, this video, I mean, uh, you know, uh, uh, how, how can I say that? 
Not that he rings a bell. It's my story, man. It is my story. The, what, what the guy said there. It's fascinating how you know, we can have so many things in common. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people have this in, in common, right? So there's this guy who he went to Spain, right? So me, my story was Mexico, right? So he went to Spain. After six months, he didn't speak any Spanish. Nothing, right? He, he, he uh, took some classes and, uh, and he was learning this and learning that and buying books and buying online courses and all that kind of stuff. The dude couldn't speak Spanish. He couldn't. Okay, and he was getting frustrated. So he, in his case, he was saying, basically, dude, I don't have the language gene, man. Uh, so me wasn't necessarily my problem. Me, my, my thing was, dude, I already speak so many languages. I speak four languages already. How can I not learn Spanish, right? Because, um, so that way, it was my story. So I went to Mexico uh, when I was doing my round the world tour. My first stop was in Mexico. And I think I told you why I went to Mexico. Um, <laughs> It was a funny story. Um, girlfriend doesn't want to hear this, but it was ages ago, you know. So, uh, yeah, so I met a guy uh, at a party who told me that uh, he went to Mexico uh, and um, he was doing an internship. Uh, the, the exchange was on this isla, in this island called, called Isla Mujeres. And I was like, dude, my Spanish is bad, but <laughs> I think mujeres means chicks, no? He said, yes, my friend. And I said, has the name been given by accident, my man? And he said, hell no. So for me, it was, I, <laughs> I cancel all my plans. I go to Isla Mujeres. So, <laughs> so that's how I went to Mexico. And it's funny because, uh, you know, some people, and I was, I don't know if it was luck. I really don't know if it was luck, but you know, people who prepare a round the world tour, they will go through all this preparation and check the this and check the weather, the seasons and stuff. I didn't check anything. I honestly didn't. I heard Isla Mujeres. I said, I am going there. I don't care. And it turns out that, um, you know, I was going uh, west. So I started from Mexico, then I went to like Tahiti and Hawaii, and then I went to Asia and stuff. And it turned out that I had uh, great weather uh, the, the whole time, but <laughs> you know, it wasn't planned, right? But anyway, so I arrived in Spain and uh, I was in, Spain, in, uh, in, in Mexico. I was in Mexico with a buddy of mine and my buddy uh, is half Spanish, right? So me in the beginning, I do speak Italian, I speak French. And um, I, I was like, yeah, Italian and, and uh, Spanish is very close. I'm going to you know, use Italian words. They're going to understand. So first days, um, I'm asking something, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, huh? blah, 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 huh? <laughs> And then they're like, huh? And then he explains. And they give, they give me another word that actually sounds very French. And I'm like, oh, this is crazy. I thought you know, Italian and, and Spanish was closer than French, right? But anyway, at some point, I just... I was like, dude, I, I give up, right? And, um, and my buddy, he's the, he's the talker, he's just the, the Spanish guy, you are going to make conversations for us. So I was basically like a, you know, like a, a, a down in the mafia, I was whispering something to him and he was like, kind of like translating and stuff, you know? Um, and in the meantime, I said, look, I, I, I should learn Spanish, right? And so I... I found a, uh, a friend of, so I was subletting the apartment of a friend of mine and uh, she had a friend who was a, uh, like a French teacher. So he did speak French. And uh, so obviously he spoke Spanish, he was Mexican. So he, he was a good teacher for me to teach me Spanish and be able to kind of like translate these things in French or something. So I took some lessons with the guy. Uh, I think it was like three weeks. 
uh, of lessons. And I think we had a lesson every, like every day or something or three times a week. I don't remember how, uh, but it was pretty, like pretty intense. You know, I was like, dude, I need to learn Spanish, man. Um, and uh, at the same time, I had some apps on my phone, um, the uh, Duolingo or something, you know, with this bird and uh, Rosetta Stones. Uh, stone as well, you know, just to kind of like learn everything. So I, I, I did spend a lot of time trying to learn like, and I was learning, right? I, I, I had everything in place to learn. And um, this guy said something in the video that, uh, that made, uh, made a lot of sense. So he said this, he said, look, I have, I've had been sp studying Spanish for the last six months. And what made the difference is that I started speaking Spanish. And it is very true because here's what, what, what he was doing and what I was, I was doing. I was just studying. I was studying and I was getting more and more and more information, which was actually making me, you know, a little bit confused. I will say, oh, what is this? Oh, this grammatic thing is complicated. Oh, how is this? Oh, how do you say the past tense of this? And, you know, some really, um, and, and then these are some details that they might actually never use in their language. We have a lot of them in French, right? So if you're learning French, I have people asking me, hmm, why do people say, hmm, and I'm like, dude, nobody says this. <laughs> Maybe in the Middle Ages, the king would have said this, but nobody says that, right? And I was polluting my brain with this. So what happened to me, so this guy said, look, he started speaking Spanish, right? He started speaking. Right? He, didn't, he had no regards for the grammar, for anything, or to look like an, a complete idiot. And this is when things changed for him. And this is exactly what happened to me. Right? So um, for the first month, I went to Mexico for three months. So the first month, I was with my buddy, and then uh, we went uh, like separate ways. Right? So I came back to Mexico. I didn't know how to speak uh, Spanish. I, I had no idea how to speak Spanish. I knew a few words here and there and stuff, but I didn't know how to speak Spanish. But I was in a situation where I was back against the wall, my friend. I had to learn Spanish in order to survive, right? And I, maybe I think I, I told you this. So, um, so at the time, what happened is, uh, so I went from, um, from Mexico, went to Miami, uh, and I was able to go and, and leave one of my dreams. I went to a, a, a conference finals in the, uh, in the NBA, so at the time, LeBron James and, uh, and Dwayne Wade and, and then Chris Bosh were playing together and stuff. I went to the conference finals games, right? Anyway, then I went on the cruise in uh, like the, the Bahamas and stuff. And then I came back to Mexico, right? So the whole thing was like a week, around a week, right? So I had some friends, right? Some friends that I, that I made there and even including my friend was French whose apartment I was subletting a week ago. Right? They saw me, I, I couldn't speak Spanish. Right? I came back to Mexico and I was in survival mode. I was like, dude, I need to speak Spanish. So I had one of my friends who, um, I, I said, look, uh, I need to learn Spanish. Can we meet every day? We go to the beach together. We spend some time together and stuff. Um, and, um, and uh, you know, I, I need to learn. So for three days, it took me three days. Three days, the only thing I did was speaking Spanish. Three days. It was insane. And then the, on the fourth day, I met with my, my friends, you know, uh, because well, they hadn't seen me in, uh, in like a week and a half. They were like, oh, you're back. Let's go. Let's go out and stuff. And they were, I mean, I don't know, like they couldn't be more surprised. They were, they were astonished. 
I was making jokes in Spanish. I was laughing. I was you hear, the only person you could hear at the table was me. I was just speaking Spanish. And and the the dude was like, "Dude, what happened to you? Like a, a week and a half ago, you didn't know any, like you didn't know a single word of Spanish. How is it that now you can actually make jokes in Spanish?" All right? And uh, it was just the practice, okay? So I that's the thing. For those 3 days, I asked my friend, I said, "Look, I'm going to speak with a very broken Spanish. So I had to explain that to her. She didn't speak any English. She didn't speak any French. So I had to explain that to her in a very broken Spanish that I am going to speak a broken Spanish. So I need you to kind of like correct me. Uh, I won't take it the wrong way. Please go ahead and correct me. Okay. And she was like, yeah. And she's one of those person. One of those people who will correct you, <laughs> you know. There are people like me. Uh, if you ask me, I say, ah, yeah, no problem. And then I'll just let everything slide. I'm like, ah, yeah, it was okay. You know, but she will correct me, okay? But dude, three days. It took me three days and Spanish sunk. In. And so after that, um, dude, I was able to speak Spanish. And for the rest of my stay there, I was speaking Spanish all the time. Now, the, the weirdest thing is this. So, well... As for the grammar, right? so the grammar, obviously, uh, after a while, you know, I started getting comfortable speaking Spanish a lot more. And, um, and I got to a point where you can actually self-correct your, yourself once you have enough knowledge. And I realized that l listening to other people's uh, sentences and stuff, I realized that, oh, okay, my sentences were kind of broken. This is how you will actually use the grammar. Oh, that makes sense. And all that kind of stuff that I couldn't see before, okay? Because I was, and I was paying too much attention to it. Whereas in the beginning, dude, I was just trying to speak Spanish and survive, right? The, the, the most astonishing thing for me is this, is I spoke Spanish for two months. Uh, and that was uh, like six years ago. Two months. Six years ago. I left Mexico and I, well, I was doing my round the world tour. So I went to other places where they didn't speak Spanish, right? And um, two years later, was it two years? Two years later, I'm on, uh, was it two or three? Anyway, three years later, I'm on this boat in the Philippines. You know, I told you I go and do these like uh, uh, expeditions on, on remote islands. And um, oh yeah, it was three years later. And I meet this group of Spanish people, right? Really, really cool guys and stuff, really funny. And, and, and we, start, we started to speak. And like, I kid you not, I hadn't spoken any Spanish in the last three years. I was still able to have a conversation as if, you know, as if nothing happened. You know, there are a few expressions that I forgot or something, but my Spanish was still good. It was very good. I had a conversation without actually looking for, you know, looking for my words, ever stumbling that, mm, how do you say this? How do you say that? So after spending a few days with these guys, then my Spanish came back. All right. Then they left. And they came back here to visit me in Bali. And then when they were here, so my buddy came with one of his friends who doesn't speak any English. He doesn't speak anything, right? So basically, I had to speak Spanish. And my Spanish is still there. It was still there. And even today, I can watch. Uh, I do, uh, for example, um, series, you know, series like, uh, you know, if you're in the U.S. called uh, Heist or something. Um, it's called uh, Casa de Papel. Um, I will watch Casa de Papel in Spanish. Right? Even though I don't understand everything, everything, I will watch it in Spanish because you know, I still, uh, still want to be exposed to the language. And even today, sometimes you know, I'm, I'm like, you know, 
right now we're in quarantine, so sometimes you do weird stuff. Uh, today I remember that, oh, you know, my, my Spanish is pretty good, you know? <laughs> so uh, it's, it, it is it's really, really cool. Um, this is, I just want to illustrate the fact that um, what, the, the way you will learn the fastest is by doing stuff, okay? It's not the theory. The theory helps make sense of stuff, but you will learn a lot more if you do it yourself, okay? Um, you know, and I'm saying this, being very ashamed about my Bahasa, because, dude, I made up so many excuses about Bahasa. I still don't speak Bahasa, but this, uh, this speed learning that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing right now, I'm going to use that. I want to learn Bahasa, man. I look like an idiot, man. I, I, <laughs> and I cannot experience uh, Indonesia as much as I, I, as I should because I don't speak the language, right? It took me three days to learn, to, I mean, three full days of just practice to learn Spanish. But, you know, again, there was a full month of me being exposed to the, like, the language and stuff. But still, you know, it wasn't, uh, you know, the shameful number of years I've been here and I don't speak uh, Bahasa, right? But yeah, you just need to go at it and do it. Take imperfect action. That's the, that's the thing, imperfect action. Because uh, people think that, well, in order to do something, I, I, it has to be perfect, right? First, I need to have everything, every, um, uh, gee, like boxes checked and every dot to the T or something or to the I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, T's don't have dots. But anyway, you, you, you understand what I mean, right? Before you do anything. No, the best thing is go at it and take action, take imperfect action, right? You have to make a conscious effort to make imperfect action. It's, it's not shameful, it's not, this is actually going to help you. And you should be proud of the fact that you're taking imperfect action. Because as imperfect as it is, it is still better than no action, which is what a lot of people will do. Like me, for example, with my Bahasa, right now, I'm, I'm not doing anything, I haven't learned anything. Someone who speaks a broken Bahasa and who's trying, they're miles away uh, from me, you know what I mean? So don't be afraid. Me, I was able to master a new language in a matter of days, right? A matter of days. And to this day, I still have this skill that I will have maybe for the rest of my life. I go anywhere where they speak Spanish. I can, uh, I can survive there. I can do stuff. I can, you know, uh, if I work on it enough and I start speaking Spanish every day, probably I should be able maybe to be um, to, uh, for example, business-wise, uh, conquer a new, a new market because I do speak the language, right? I can do it in French. I can do it in, uh, in Italian. I, I, I think I could. Um, I just need to, I, I just need a little bit more. I grew up speaking Italian, right? So my Italian was as good as my French, right? But it's, it's been years since I haven't been in Italy. So I need to go back to Italy a few months and then I'll be able to do the same thing in, in Italian. I, I, should, I could be able to do it the same thing in, in, in Spain. So just imagine the impact that I could have, right? All this because I decided to take imperfect action. So don't be afraid of, oh man, uh, I'm going to look like an idiot and stuff. No, you don't care. And people are not, you know, some, if someone uh, makes fun of you uh, for, uh, for your imperfect uh, language, they're idiots. Right? I, I remember, um, 
there was this quote, I don't remember the exact quote, but someone said, look, I, I never made fun of, uh, of someone who speaks a broken language or broken English because it actually means they know a second language, which most English speakers don't know, right? So it might be broken, but dude, at least I know another language, you know what I mean? So um, it, it, it's, it's, it's fascinating how, um, so that's why I'm, I'm very, very, very uh, like pumped up about this uh, super learner course because uh, I think I will be able to learn stuff. And this experience that I had with Spanish, it reinforces me uh, in my belief that I will be able to, because sometimes, you know, you hear people tell you, yeah, you'll be able to do this. I can read 5,000 words in like uh, in two minutes. And you're like, yeah, well, they can do it. I can't, right? And you, all, you have all these doubts and stuff. Yeah, it's possible for other people. I know. I lived it. It's in my bones right now. I, I, I can't speak Spanish. I learned Spanish in like a matter of like three days speaking Spanish. Uh, and I'm not special. You could be doing the same thing as well. Okay? And uh, one other example, which is actually when I was swimming this morning, I was like, oh, that will be interesting to tell people on, my, on the podcast today. So I didn't plan on, uh, on telling you about Spanish. I literally just watched the video here. And the video is still on pause, right? So I'm going to unpause the video. Uh, and you can, uh, you can hear people clapping and stuff, yeah? So that's the end of the video. The guy was... And I was like, dude, that's my story, man. I need to tell you guys about this. So, uh, but what I wanted to tell you um, this morning was this. Um, and it, it, it's the same point. It illustrates exactly what I was saying here. Um, I was trying to, um, to build an automation. Uh, and uh, and I, I said, today, today's the day. Today we're building the automation, okay? And um, I, I wanted to ask my, someone in my team who knows stuff about WordPress that I don't because I'm not a WordPress guy. I don't know anything about HTML. And I said, yeah, I have people who know. I don't need to know. Okay. And, uh, uh, but I've been studying Zapier, right? I told you Zapier is cool. I can automate everything. It's, it's insane. It's only your imagination is the limit. It's really cool. So I'm trying to automate something. And, um, so basically what you want to be uh, automating is something like double posting. All right, so double posting is, is this. So for example, I have, it's actually for this podcast that I was going to use some automation, right? So uh, let's say I record this podcast, so I actually have to go and upload it somewhere, right? On the, the, on the internet, the, the tool that I use to um, create the podcast, right? So I upload it there, but then afterwards, I will have to then go to my blog, create a post, and then go uh, to SoundCloud Extract, extract it again, create another post, and then do this and do that. So it's double the time, double posting. It's really, it's ridiculous. I don't want to do this, right? And um, so I was looking for ways to be, be able to grab the information from one platform, from the RSS feed, and being able to actually make it available on the blog as well, okay? And um, there was a little bit, a bit of code for the, the player, uh, for the sound, that I didn't know, okay? Um, so I, I basically, I wanted to ask my, uh, my guy in the team, well, can you actually do a, an example of a post um, so that I can figure out what the, uh, you know, how the example is built and then I, just, I can just put the variables there and I can configure my automation. And so I actually had to make a video for him to explain the bits that I was missing that I didn't know and stuff. 
And uh, so it turns out that while I was doing this, and I was explaining him what I didn't know, I figured it out because I was doing it. Instead of looking just at the theory of it, um, I was actually doing it. I was like, well, so here's the thing. So here's where you need to grab the, the, uh, the, the um, so there is an iframe. So you can, uh, well, iframe is just some window where you can take some content that's somewhere on the internet and then you can uh, put it on your site as if it was there, you know? And in the iframe, you just need to put the, the link of the, the file. And uh, I was like, yeah, but I don't know how to uh, put the link here and blah, blah, blah. Look, because here there is a link and then, and, yeah, and then I put the link and it works. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so eventually I never actually sent him the video because by doing it, I found out uh, what, the, what the, the issue was and what I needed to do, okay? So this is another lesson. It's a, another way of saying, um, you know, if you do it, uh, you will, you know, so here the moral of this is, is also before running, you know, for some help, oh, I don't know how that works, please do it for me, and then, and then, and then, which is tempting. If you know someone who can do it for you, uh, then it's very tempting to just go, ah, dude, I don't know, just do it for me. But you never learn, all right? Whereas here in this case, because I, I actually had to describe the problem and actually deconstruct the, the process, it was actually very easy to figure out. And I realized that, you know, I would have bugged him with something that I could have done myself. Now I learned it and I have a skill now for life just because I was, so here in this case, I was being lazy, right? I was trying to be lazy by, you know, sending everything to him, but you know, I wanted him to have as much details about what I wanted to do so that he could do it. But it's a great lesson even for me, because I mean, again, as I said, if you're listening to this podcast, you're like, oh man, this guy has everything figured out or something like this. So some guys, some, some of you guys might, might think this. I, I don't, right? I, I have that sort of thing uh, just like uh, anybody where instead of doing a little bit of research myself, I'll just resort to the easy solution of, oh, please come here and help me. That's what I was trying to do. And then I realized that, oh, you know what? Uh, I'm an idiot. I, I could have done that myself. And I just learned something, okay? So... Yeah, so these are the kind of like the two lessons that I wanted to give you uh, for, for today. But, you know, the, 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 the really important one is the imperfect action, okay? Take imperfect, uh, <laughs> shameful action, all right? Doesn't, look, it doesn't matter how bad it is. It, it really doesn't matter, right? I, I saw this um, and I saved it from... Uh, from uh, Instagram, so give me just one sec. I saved this thing from uh, from Instagram. I sent it to my uh, to my girlfriend, and it's it's it is really beautiful. And um, uh, this quote, you need you all need to remember this quote. Okay, so let me remember where the saved items are in this thing. Um, I will find it very quickly. One second. Ah, there it is. All right, here's here's what it said. It said. No matter how slow you progress, you're still w uh, way ahead of everyone who's even trying, who isn't trying, right? So no matter how slow you progress, you're still way ahead of everyone who isn't trying. This is super powerful. It is super powerful. You need to engrave this in your brain. Again, as I was saying, and as this guy was saying as well, is I, I don't make fun of someone who has a broken English because 
at least they speak another language. I don't. I don't speak another language. I don't, right? If you're, if you're in that case. Or, uh, you know, they, uh, me, my, my Spanish was broken, but I was way better off than someone who's not even trying to speak, right? Because I'm going to get somewhere. Um, and it, it also... I don't know. I have a buddy of mine. <laughs> Sorry, I, uh, I have a really good example. Uh, I have a buddy of mine who's in France, and um, he, I, I don't know what, what got to the guy. One day, he started uh, baking. But, so in the beginning, it was baking stuff. You know, it's like everything. You, be, you bake your first cake, it's not necessarily the best, right? But he's been baking maybe every day for the last six, seven years or something. He's very passionate about it. He goes and meets um, these, um, these uh, pastry artists and stuff to get some autographs and everything. He's always posting images of the cakes that it, and studying recipes and stuff. So I never actually understood where that came from, right? He's just really passionate about it. It's just not a passion that I have, you know, my passion for cooking, right? I like eating, <laughs> I cannot cook. Right? Well, I could cook, you know, but uh, it's just not one of, my, one of my passions. But anyway, I remember that back in the days, um, and I was, I was still in France when, uh, when he was doing that, and I have to admit this, because I mean, I'm actually kind of ashamed, is, you know, in France it's very, it might be the same thing in your country, it's uh, the, 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 the first reaction when someone starts doing something is to make fun of them and put them down and, 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 and all that kind of stuff. And so I remember, uh, not that I was making fun of him, but I was like, dude, what, what the hell is it with, uh, with uh, baking, man? What, what is this? You know, and, and kind of like, you know, making fun and stuff. Um, which I, uh, now I, I realize that I was a complete idiot. You know, the guy's really passionate about it. You know, doesn't, you know, I'm not passionate about it. Doesn't mean that I shouldn't respect the guy's passion. But anyway, the guy stuck with it, okay? And um, I think yesterday or the day before or something, he started his first live, uh, because now everybody's confined and stuff, and he started his first live, where um, it was imperfect, right? He, he didn't know how to speak in front of a camera. He, got, he bought a, um, and, and I'm, really, I'm really proud of him. I will, I will basically tell him this. I'm really proud of him because he bought a, like a stand for, uh, for his uh, iPad, right? And, um, and the, day, the, the, the very next day, he was live, right? It's not like people like, oh man, I need this, I buy gym equipment. Yeah, a year later, they still haven't done anything. He bought it, the next day he was live. So the, the first live, you know, is, he's not like a professional video person, so the angle might not have been perfect. Um, you know, the sound wasn't perfect, and you could see that he wasn't like super at ease on video. But he, he is doing the videos. He's trying, and um, you know, he's a good buddy of mine. We've we've known each other since uh, you know the first first year of uh, of university. We we we've, we've been friends uh, ever since. All right, and I will I, I I will tell him how much you know. I don't. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, I think I told you that I don't like to say, tell people hmm, I'm proud of you because it it may. I mean, for me. I'm like, who the hell am I to be proud of you? It makes me sound like you're lesser or something, right? So I don't like to tell people, hmm, I'm proud of you or something, you know, as if I'm the king and I'm, I'm proud of you. But I'm going to say, look, bro, I really respect what you're doing right now because there might be some idiots. I think there were some idiots who were saying, oh, yeah, well, 
move the camera and all that kind of stuff. Oh, what is this? Why are you making a live and blah, blah. People who are just like, uh, you know, looking at the imperfections. We, me, what I'm looking at right now is my buddy, he's going at it, right? He's taking imperfect action, right? Over time, the videos are gonna get better and uh, he's gonna figure out the, the angles and all that kind of stuff, but he's doing it and I have mad respect for my brother for this. So um, that is, um, you know, it, it, is, it is huge. I'm very, very, uh, very happy he's doing this because, um, you know, maybe he will, I think, you know, so some of my friends, uh, we, well, we haven't seen each other for a long time. I think last time I saw him was, uh, ooh, when I was in France, like, ooh, gee, four years ago, maybe something like this. So I haven't necessarily seen him, right? So he hasn't seen my, uh, the life that I live um, today, even the life that I lived as, even when I was in France, when I was working on this entrepreneurship thingy, it's not like he saw it. Uh, because we saw each other you know, on holiday or playing basketball or something, and I wasn't doing that full time, right? Uh, or at least not, it wasn't visible for them. Now, I, now it's, my, it's my life. So um, we never actually had the chance to kind of like talk about it and stuff. And, um, and I will basically, I think he understands by doing this, he understands me a lot better, right? And I, will, and I understand exactly what he's going through right now. Um, that he's, he's taking action, man. So I think it's, it, it is going to bring us closer, you know, and uh, because we, he, he will be able to understand uh, a lot more what I do and, and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, I'm very, very happy for my, for my brother to be able to do that. So he's, like, he's a really good friend of mine. And, um, you know, another lesson for you guys is this, is don't make fun of someone who's trying. Don't make fun of someone who's trying. At least they're trying. You know, those, all these people who make fun of you, these are people who have never tried anything. Oh, your video is bad. And they're like, yeah, but it's better than yours, my friend. Where's yours? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I didn't want to go and start an argument on the comments and stuff. That's the last thing I want to do because I don't have time uh, to, uh, to talk to, uh, uh, what was the name? Hacklers? Hacklers or something? Uh, trolls and stuff. Right? But people are like, oh yeah, the, well, the video is not good quality. But well, it's better the quality than yours because you don't have one, right? So, you know, just be supportive. I've, I've seen countless uh, instances and, and I have to be honest, I was one of those people who were um, kind of like making fun of people who were trying. You know, I remember that there was this, um, this girl in France uh, I don't know, she was, she, I don't remember her name, like Amandine du 36 or something. So this, this uh, teenager who decided that she wanted to become a rapper or something, and um, she was recording videos and she was like rapping, right? So her rap wasn't, it wasn't the best. She was, I mean, she wasn't good. She was, she was pretty bad, I will say, but everybody's bad when they start, right? With practice, she would get better. But at least she had the courage to take the video, record it and stuff. She was trying. There were a lot of people who were like, oh man, your rap is bad. And I'm like, dude, have you ever written a verse in your life? You haven't, right? So you're making fun of her, why? You know what I mean? So anyway, so <laughs> the podcast uh, moved from, uh, but anyway, I really want you guys to be uh, supportive people instead of the, the, like the naysayers and, and people who make fun of those who are trying. 
okay? Those who are trying are miles away from you if you're not trying. You know, whatever it is that you think that they're good, they're bad or something, they're ahead of you, okay? Um, so you wanna be one of those people who's ahead of the, of the group. Don't be afraid to uh, take in, uh, uh, Gee, what's the imperfect action? Jesus Christ, my brain is right. Uh, dude, I looked like an idiot when, when I was using uh, my, my Spanish in the beginning. But, you know, now I do speak Spanish. Okay, that's the, that's the lesson for today, guys. Um, so, and uh, as soon as I finish this, I will send a message to my brother. Because I'm very, um, you know, I, I, I have mad respect for what he's doing. All right? Awesome stuff, guys. Oh, that was a long podcast. Almost 40 minutes. It's crazy. I haven't done a, that long a podcast in ages. Anyway, guys, I will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. All right, guys, you just heard a brand new episode of the Freedom by Choice podcast with myself, Martin Ebonge. So I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If yes, can I please ask you a small favor? All right, so here's the thing. The biggest thing that helps my podcast grow and bring more value to other people is if you guys leave a review, if you rate the podcast, and if you subscribe to the podcast. Why? Because this tells the platform that I'm actually bringing a lot of value to you and that you like my stuff. The more people like my stuff and the more they will show you to other people. And this way, we can make sure that we can impact a lot of people with this podcast and this community, all right? So what I want to ask is, can you please take three seconds out of your busy day? Because I know everybody's busy. And if you could just like subscribe to the podcast, rate this episode and leave a review. It is three seconds for you, but for me, it will actually make my day and it can help someone else on the other side of this planet. Okay. And one thing I like and one thing I want for this podcast is for it not to be a monologue. So I want to get feedback from you guys, right? So if you want to contact me, it's very easy. You can send an email to contact at martinebonga.com. And in this email, you can uh, give me feedback on the episode or on the whole podcast. But you can also give me some suggestions about subjects that you want me to cover, right? If it's interesting and if a lot of people want to hear it, then I will cover it, okay? But anyway, thank you for listening to this episode and I see you in the next one. All right, thank you very much guys, bye.